Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Sentimental hogwash. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. With Christmas just around the corner, it's just a few days away as I record this, I figured it was a perfect time to talk about Christmas spirit. What better time to talk about Christmas spirit than just before Christmas, especially this year. I'm recording this in 2021, in case you're listening to it five years down the road. And 2021 has been an exhausting year. It's been an exhausting year because we're in year two of a pandemic and people are just tired. People are tired, man. We're all exhausted. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not like we're living on the streets, hunting for nuts and berries in the wood and scraping to get by every day. It's not like that. It's just the world is still so far from the normal that existed in 2019. We're all tired. And I think this year it's showing up at Christmas time. I was actually listening to the episode that I recorded last year for 2020. And I remember last year. We were trying to get through Christmas. We still had our Christmas spirit. We were still jolly. We were still anticipating Santa Claus. We were still ready for the presents. The Christmas spirit was still there. This year it's harder to see. And I think it's because we're all tired. So I wanted to talk about that today. I wanted to tell some stories about the Christmas spirit when I was a kid. I wanted to talk about some of the TV specials that always gave me Christmas spirit. But I also wanted to talk about what the Christmas spirit is really supposed to be, at least in my opinion. So that's what we're going to do today. But before we do any of that, of course we have to go to the Christmas room. We've done this before. You know we have a Christmas room. We have a Halloween room. Okay, it's the same place. I just redecorate for Christmas. But still, it's a special room. So let's go. Now, I have made some modifications this year. You'll see, or hear, as I open the door. That's nice, right? And of course, we have to have that play every time we come in. We were a little too fancy last year. We kind of toned it down this year. But still, remember, I'm the guy who has sleigh bells on the front door of the house. Of course, I'm going to have music play every time we walk in the Christmas room. And of course, we have the roaring fire going as well. And if you're in one of the warmer climates, believe me, you need a roaring fire in the Northeast at Christmas time. So today I wanted to talk about Christmas spirit. And just by saying it that way, I feel like I'm ready to star in a Hallmark movie. That's not what this is about. This is about the feeling that we always used to get at Christmas time. And that feeling has changed over the years. Of course it does. When you're a kid, your Christmas spirit is all about the anticipation of the presents, the anticipation of getting gifts. In our case, our parents also instilled in us the feeling of the anticipation of giving gifts. And they really did a good job with that. Because as a kid, I always looked forward to giving gifts. And as an adult, the thing that I enjoy more than getting gifts is giving gifts. I love to see the reactions to the gifts that I pick out for my wife, for my kids. I like to see that they like what I chose. It's exciting to me and satisfying to me to realize I did it. I got them something they really want. So there's kind of a joyfulness in the receiving of gifts when you're a kid. There's a joyfulness in the giving of gifts as you're an adult. That's part of the Christmas spirit. Now, when I was a kid, we would go out to the mall or the local stores. We didn't always have a mall that was close by. The mall was a good 30 to 40 minute drive. The local shops were 15, 20 minutes away. So mom would take us up to the Kmart or the James Way. Those are a couple of the local chains. Think a really fancy dollar store or maybe a discount Kohl's, a discount Target. That's what Kmart and James Way were. 
And that's where kids, unlimited allowances, could afford to shop. And yes, we bought our own gifts. That was part of what we were supposed to do. My parents sent us out every year, and we had our shopping lists, and we were supposed to buy for Aunt Freedy, Grandma P, Grandma K, Uncle John, Aunt Audrey. We were supposed to go out and get gifts for everybody. They didn't have to be fancy. They didn't have to be expensive. And God, they couldn't be expensive because we didn't have any money. I mean, we were little kids. We got maybe a dollar a week. But you have to remember, back then, you could buy a nice present for 50 cents. I mean, nice for a kid to give an aunt. I'm not buying my aunt real estate, but I could get her a nice set of earrings. And again, nice for a kid with a dollar to spend. Oh, a set of earrings for a dollar at Jamesway. Perfect. But that was all part of how the Christmas spirit was generated. Going out and doing the shopping. Going out and thinking about others. Going out and trying to think about what they would like. Finding it, wrapping it up, and getting ready to give it to them at Christmas. And that's a piece of the Christmas spirit. It's the generosity, the thinking of others, the giving to other people, the giving of yourself. Because isn't it true, every time we give a Christmas gift, we're giving a little piece of ourselves. It's part of our time. It's part of our effort. It's part of our thought process. It's part of our heart. Aren't we really giving a little piece of our heart to the person we're giving a gift to? And of course, the reverse is true. When they're giving us a gift, they took time to go shopping. They thought about you. They found something that they thought you would like. They bought it, wrapped it up, and gave it to you. That's part of the Christmas spirit, the giving and the receiving. But more than that, the process that goes into that. That's one of the things that I was raised with. There's something about Christmas that brings out the generosity in you, that brings out the caring in you, that brings out the compassion in you, where you're thinking about the other person or the other people in your lives. And what are you trying to do? You're trying to make them happy. That's the point of Christmas. Now, one of the other points of Christmas when I was a kid was the religious aspect. As I've said in other episodes, I was raised in Christian science, and part of Christian science is the belief in Jesus. And, of course, we had the manger story and the Mary and Joseph story, and every year we had a nativity set up, and every year the story of Jesus was an important part of our holiday. So we knew about Bethlehem, we knew about the three wise men, we knew about the star, and all of that had significance for us. And the importance of the birth of Jesus was always drilled into our heads. The Son of God, the power and the glory, all of that. And I don't mean to downplay that, and I don't mean to talk poorly about that, because that is an important aspect of the holiday. It's become less important over the years, and that's for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is, in a global community where the world is becoming more secular and Christianity is not the dominant religion, people's beliefs and perspectives and priorities change. That doesn't mean Jesus and the Jesus story isn't important. It is. Because if you believe in God and you believe in Jesus, then you also believe in goodness and light and compassion and caring for your fellow man. So even if you don't believe in the specifics, the spirit underlying the story is still an important part of Christmas. But you don't have to believe in the religious aspects of Christmas to still appreciate Christmas and still appreciate the spirit of Christmas. Because you don't have to believe in Jesus. You don't have to believe in God to believe in being compassionate to your fellow human being or your family. Even if you separate the religion from the holiday, the holiday is still about caring about other people. Even if you don't want to celebrate the birth of Jesus, which, by the way, he wasn't really born on December 25th, just so we're all clear. We're not going to debunk all of Christmas in this episode. Maybe next year. But the point of celebrating the day is to celebrate family, friends. Gift giving is a huge part of that. But just wanting to be with them, wanting to spend time with them, wanting to share the season with them. There's a certain religious aspect about that, sure. But just as human beings, 
just as people who like to be social. And just because people really need people, getting together and showing you care, that's all part of Christmas. And that's something we should always keep in mind when the Christmas season rolls around. It was always easier to do that when we were kids. It was always easier to keep in mind, okay, it's about gifts, giving and receiving. It's about being with family. We didn't have anything else to worry about. When we were kids, what did we worry about? Did I pass all of the tests they gave us just before the winter break? Where am I going to fit my new toys on the shelf? Those are the things we worried about. We didn't have to worry about bills. We didn't have to worry about car payments, mortgage payments, insurance premiums. We didn't have to worry about going to the grocery store or fighting crowds at the mall or fighting crowds at the store. We didn't have to worry about any of that. We were kids. It was easy to get us into the Christmas spirit. All you had to do was show us the holiday specials. And that's what the holiday specials really did when I was a kid. They ran them like once a week from Thanksgiving to Christmas. You would see the whole slew of them. You would see the Charlie Brown Christmas special. You would see Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, The Year Without a Santa Claus, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You'd see them all. And when I say they ran them once, I mean they ran them once, one time. One time for Charlie Brown, one time for the Grinch. Remember, this isn't on-demand stuff. They scheduled one a week, and it was appointment viewing. If you missed it, you were out. You didn't see Charlie Brown that year, or the Grinch, or Santa Claus, or whichever one you missed. So that helped get you in the Christmas spirit. You wanted to see them. They were there. You got psyched. You set up the time. Everybody gathered around the TV. And so when I was a kid, just having those on, that was enough to put me in the Christmas spirit. Yes, Rudolph is on. Yay! Awesome! Frosty is on. And we look forward to them every year. And I think that's one of the reasons that they helped put us into the Christmas spirit, because they were an annual tradition. Every year they were played, every year we watched them, right around Christmas time, right when the shopping was getting going, right when it was starting to get cold out. All of that stuff just came together and gave the season significance to us. And you add to that the Christmas tree. Gotta get the tree. Gotta get it set up. Gotta get it decorated. You tie that in with the Christmas baking. All right, are we doing pies? Are we doing cakes? Are we doing cookies? All of that helped make the Christmas spirit real for us. And every week that went by and another Christmas special came on, another batch of Christmas cookies was baked, another trip to the mall went by. It just built and built and built. Until by Christmas, we were vibrating with excitement. As an adult, it's not quite the same because you do have all those worries, but you still remember what it was like when you were a kid. And if you have kids, you can relive that vicariously through them. And you do. So at Christmas time, we're able to put some of those concerns behind us. We can worry about the mortgage payment next week. We can worry about the car payment next week. We can put that job assignment off until the beginning of the year so that we can revel in the family, in the friends, in the parties, in the get-togethers, in everything that Christmas is about. We're able to put that stuff aside and dive into the feelings of Christmas. And when those Christmas specials come on, it helps remind us of what we felt when we were a kid. Although, I have to be honest, looking at the Christmas specials that I loved as a kid, now as an adult, I have very different views of them. In my opinion, there's only three that really matter as far as the Christmas spirit is concerned, and I'll tell you which three in just a second. But as I look at things like Frosty the Snowman, I still watch that every year. But every year I watch it and I go, really, what does this have to do with Christmas? All right, so we've got a snowman and there's a magic hat and there's a little girl, Karen. And in 2021, it's really unfortunate that's her name. But we have a little girl trying to get the snowman to the North Pole and Santa Claus comes in and saves the day. And all throughout, we have a magician trying to steal back the hat. I mean, okay, it's fine. Santa Claus is in it. I guess that makes it a Christmas special. But it doesn't really talk about the Christmas message, the Christmas spirit, whatever you want to call it. 
It's a cute little story at Christmas time with Santa in it. Santa Claus is coming to town. I always liked that as a kid. But who is the Winter Warlock? Where did he come from? I don't remember him in any of the stories that I heard as a kid. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Santa Claus is coming to town. I mean, Fred Astaire is hosting it. How could you not like that? But it occurs to me that no little kid, heck, no teenager, is going to know who Fred Astaire is or care. I knew because my mother made me watch musicals when I was a kid. So I knew Fred Astaire. Now, Santa Claus is Coming to Town has a great song in it. Put one foot in front of the other. I love that song. And yes, Winter Warlock is involved with that. But then they have several musical interludes in there that are absolutely meaningless and have nothing to do with Christmas. Why are you torturing me with this? That's my thought these days when I watch Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Then there's Rudolph. I mean, Rudolph, the TV show, is based off the song that came out back in the 50s. But if you watch Rudolph, and I'm not the first person to say this, Rudolph is not a really happy special. I mean, Santa's an old curmudgeon who, if the weather's bad, oh, I ain't going out in that. What the hell, Santa? And then there's Comet, the coach of the reindeer games. I mean, Comet, seriously, settle down. He's like one of the typical Little League dads that I've dealt with in my life. Comet needs to just sit back and relax a little. And then the message, when you think about it. The message in Rudolph? Yeah, you're a misfit, Rudolph, with your big red shiny nose. Get the hell out of here. Oh, wait, we need you? Oh, if we can use you, then you can stay. I mean, seriously, what kind of message is that for Christmas? So yeah, I have issues with a lot of the Christmas specials, but there are three that stand out for me as true Christmas specials. They really capture the spirit of Christmas, at least the way that I feel it and the way I understand it. And of course, opinions vary. You can take these three and go, (laughs) he's crazy. And you wouldn't be the first to say that. But I'm going to give you my three and I'm going to tell you why. The Little Drummer Boy. The Little Drummer Boy is also based on a song. You know, come they told me, that one. So they did a special on it. And you don't see it very often anymore on TV because of the religious overtones and because of the depiction of certain people in there. But I remember that special. We have it on DVD. And the message in that is the little drummer boy wants to give a gift to the baby Jesus. And the only thing he has to give is his music. But he goes and gives it anyway because he has to give something. He has to share something of himself with the baby Jesus. That's the Christmas spirit. That's what it's all about. And that's why I always love The Little Drummer Boy. A Charlie Brown Christmas also gets the spirit of Christmas and kind of addresses the secular versus the religious, the intersection between the spirituality of Christmas and the commercialization of Christmas. And Linus summarizes what Christmas is all about in that scene on the stage. I read his lines. I read that verse of the Bible that he quotes a couple of years ago. But you know it. You've seen the special. And if you haven't, watch it. A Charlie Brown Christmas also captures the spirit of Christmas because it remembers what it's supposed to be about. The third one, and it may sound wacky, but the third Christmas special that really captures what Christmas is all about is The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. You got the grumpy old curmudgeon sitting up in his mountain, cursing all the noise and jocularity that goes with Christmas Day, and he wants Christmas to stop. So his plan is to take all of the accoutrements that go with Christmas, the presents, the decorations, the food, even the roast beast. He's going to take it all and be done with Christmas. That way nobody can have Christmas. He gets his nice, quiet, peaceful mountain back. Except when he does all that, the Who's celebrate anyway. And as it says in the book, Christmas came. It came just the same. Without all the presents, without all the boxes, without all the decorations, Christmas came anyway. The Who's celebrated anyway. Because they were together. It was the time of year where you're supposed to celebrate, where you're supposed to get together, where you're supposed to show your appreciation for each other. And they did. 
Without presents, without feasts, without decorations, they just reveled in the joy of Christmas. There's no religious aspect to it. There's nothing to it except the pure joy of being together. And at the end, the Grinch got it. The Grinch understood that. He realized it wasn't the material stuff at all. It was the spirit of Christmas that makes Christmas what it is. That's what the Grinch got. And that's why his heart grew three sizes that day. Because he understood. He got it. And so as I've been thinking about Christmas this year, and as I've been struggling to get my Christmas spirit fired up this year, I keep those three specials in mind. I keep in mind what the Christmas spirit is supposed to be about. Yeah, times are tough. Yeah, the world is a mess. Yeah, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of hatred. Yeah, there are a lot of problems. But this is the time of year where we're supposed to put that stuff aside. We're supposed to remember our humanity. We're supposed to remember our family and our friends. And we're supposed to enjoy each other. So that's what my plan is this year. And maybe you can do that too. Before I bring the episode to a close, I wanted to share with you something that I recorded last year at Christmas. I was going to do something similar this year, but as I listened to last year's message, I realized I couldn't say it any better than I did last year. So if you'll bear with me, I'm just going to play that for you now. As long as I'm talking about gifts that keep on giving, this is the perfect time to talk about you and the time you give me. I know Thanksgiving is where you're supposed to give thanks, but there's Christmas time too, which is not only a time to give thanks, but it's also a time to show your love and your appreciation for all of your friends, all of your family, all the people who support you, who spend time with you. And I feel like the friendships that I've made, both doing the podcast and doing the Twitch streams, has expanded my family, has expanded my friends, has given me a group of people that I truly appreciate on so many levels. We're in kind of a weird time in human history. We have a lot less social interaction than we used to. And that's because we spend so much time online, on our phones, on our computers, in our tablets, in our laptops. So many of us just don't go out and do things anymore. And the COVID pandemic has made that even worse. Our interactions are limited basically, if we're being careful and safe, to whatever interactions we can do online. But the benefit of that, the good side of that, is that through those internet contacts, through the Twitch stream, through Instagram and Twitter, and through this podcast, I've found a group of people whose company I truly enjoy, whose opinions I truly respect, and whose senses of humor I truly appreciate. I've been blessed over the past few years, because I've been streaming for a few years now, I've been blessed to find just such a wonderful, smart, funny, intelligent group of people whose time I just truly enjoy sharing. Now, do we get to go out and meet for beers? Do we get to go out and have lunch together? Do we get to go to the park and take a walk around in nature? No, we don't. But we do get a chance to hang out. We do get a chance to tell stories, to share experiences, to get help, to get support, to just know that someone's out there. And what being on the internet, what being on Twitch, what doing this podcast has shown me is that we still do connect. We still can have relationships. We still can make friends. And those friendships, those relationships are just as important and just as real as anything that used to happen before we were all online. So we may not get a chance to get together and have a drink together, go out for snacks, go pick up some fries at McDonald's. We may not get a chance to do that, but we can still spend time together. 
We can still share our stories. We can still share our experiences. We can still share our friendship. We can still share our love for each other. And for that, I am very grateful. It's true every day of the year, but at Christmas time, that's the time you're supposed to remind people that you care about them, that you appreciate them, that you love them. And I want to take this opportunity to say that to you. I can't thank you enough for bringing another dimension to my life, for connecting with me in Twitch, in Discord, on the podcast. You have enhanced and improved my life. And I hope I've been able to give you just a little bit of the kindness and the support and the friendship that you've given me. And I do want to thank you for all you've given me. It means the world to me, and I can't thank you enough. So I hope you're able to get yourself into the Christmas spirit for the holiday this year. I know a lot of people are having difficulties. Believe me, I'm one of them. But still in all, Christmas is important. If for no other reason than to remember the people who care about us and to show the people in our lives that we care about them. So take the opportunity to do that. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas this year. I hope you can find some peace and joy and happiness. And I hope you can get some rest because we all need a nice rest. And Christmas time is a great opportunity to just put your feet up and rest a little bit. Just take a day for yourself. Yeah, you've got things to do. We all have things to do. 12 hours isn't going to make a difference. Take 12 hours, watch some old movies, eat some cold pizza, play a video game, sleep. Just do something nice for yourself and give yourself a little break. You're allowed to get a little Christmas present for yourself too in the form of taking care of yourself. So I hope you do. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for being here. As always, I appreciate your support and I can't thank you enough for it. Have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy your holiday. Be good to each other, be careful, and be kind. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. And I'll see you when I see you.